This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. Let's read Acts chapter 10, verse 38. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm going to encourage that you listen to the message of the first and the second service. Um, because of time, and I'm going somewhere, we are going to let, I will not be able to, but we'll be sharing some very interesting things. But the word I want to take from here is this. The Bible says, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with only ghost and with power. Hmm. Who went about doing good and healing them, all they were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. Hallelujah. Have your seat, God bless you. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about? The anointing causes you to go around. One of the things we established in both services. Jesus said that this sign shall follow them, that shall follow them. And uh, that's one I have to illustrate over and over again for the benefit of those who were not, uh, you haven't watched the first service, and then it is important to respond to what the Spirit of God is saying. If God says to you now that, so God says to an assassin, an armed robber, that you are a saint, you don't go back to try to become a saint. Did somebody hear what I've just said now? Yes, God does not say things that are true. God says things and they become the truth. Yes, yes, so if that man, even though that part of it was what happened to King Saul when he had an encounter with Samuel, that was just with a man of God and the old covenant, and those who still carry the life of God and the anointing of the Holy Spirit can still do the same thing now. But I'm calling your attention to the word of God this morning. As Sam, Saul was looking for his father's ashes and he got to where Samuel was. That should maybe Samuel 10, 1 Samuel 10 or 11. When they got there, and then he met Samuel, and then Samuel told Saul, ah, the ashes have been found and gave him some prophecies. When you leave this place, three men will meet you, they will give you this and that. Then he said, you are going to meet a band of prophets prophesying. And then the Spirit of God will come upon you and that shall become another man. And the Bible said that when Samuel finished telling him what will happen, I said, turn to go. Something came on him. And the Bible says a new heart was given to him. By the virtue of his conversation with Samuel, transformation occurred. Now, I gave a story earlier to illustrate this that if we know, we'll do well. And I said that, uh, we started on Wednesday when I was talking about the story of uh, late Archbishop Benjamin Daosa. It was in a service, and the pastor preached from where Jesus rested then. And the pastor said, Well, Jesus said you cannot do it. And that's what I just want to show us in a while now. And then Archbishop said, Really? He couldn't wait for service to end. There is a glory that goes with those who respond to the word of God. That those who try to establish their own righteousness, 
Your righteousness means that any other effort to try to put in place outside the word of God. For instance, now, the Bible said that these signs shall follow them. And I will talk about, okay, let's just that. Come, please, uh, Anthony. Now, just face the people. If they ask you to describe what is going on, now you will say that I'm standing behind Anthony. Begin to move. Now, if they ask you to describe what is going on, you will say, I am following Anthony. Did you get that? So you don't follow what is not moving. You can stand behind a static object, but then you only follow what is moving. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Wonderful. You only follow what is moving. Now, the Bible said, this sign shall follow. That means the signs will do nothing until you move. The sign does not stand behind. And that is what many Christians are doing. The signs, they follow. That means God responds only when you make a move. Did you get that? Hallelujah. So this young man, he was a very young man then, maybe between 18 or 21. After service, just went to meet the pastor. Excuse me, sir. Did you say, Jesus said, I, Idaosa, can raise the dead. Pastor said, yes. He said, sir, have you done it before? The pastor said, no. He said, but Jesus said, I can do it. Pastor said, he said, no problem. And from the service, the Lord started showing me during the week, if my people can only respond to the word of God. But you see, we live the righteousness of the word and we try to establish our own righteousness. A believer picks a word. Somebody told me on Wednesday, it was around hospital somewhere recently, just on that Wednesday, I think, or Tuesday, and somebody died. Was watching the person gasping for breath, and the person died, and the nurse ran out to go and call the doctor, and he just prayed and prayed for the person. And then he prayed, and the person came back to life. A young brother that was telling me after, he was still shocked when he was telling me after service. It's amazing how, you see, but religion and self-righteousness will tell you, but you have not fasted for three days dry. By strength shall no man prevail. Efforts are nonsense before God. Once you come from effort, oh, oh, I have not. So Jesus can tell you that you are pure. Then you can leave his presence and begin to try to be pure. What you should do is that accept that you are pure and be pure. Did you get that? Responding to the word. So that man responded that day. There were guys in the church that day who could fast for seven days. None of them just acted on what was taught. By 6 p.m. or in the evening, he saw a dead, he went, he was riding his bicycle around Bini. He would knock some doors. Do you have a dead person here? No. And he wouldn't give up. Finally, later in the evening, they found somebody where a girl just dead by the name Inuata, who just died. And he said, hey. They said, okay, so what do you want to say? Jesus, he said, my pastor said, Jesus said I can raise her. And my pastor has never raised one before. But he said, Jesus said, and I saw it in the Bible. Long and short of it, he raised the girl and miracle ministry started from there. In my name, they shall cast out demons. This sign shall follow them that believe. If they do it, than calling their pastor, then that spirit, that grace rests on them to always do it over and over again. When the anointing comes, how God anointed Jesus, who went about, I want to talk, maybe what I'm saying can be summarized this way, go. The Lord does not lie. The Bible says, if any man draw back, my soul will not have pleasure in him. 
Hebrews 10. God's plan is not for anybody to look back. From any time you have an encounter with the world, take your life from there and forget about what has happened before then. When you do that, you are going to be recording victories upon victories. Hallelujah. When after resurrection, Jesus told them again, he said, all authority in heaven and on earth, Matthew 28. Let's start from around verse 16. All authorities, all power in heaven and on earth, they, oh, I, I, I love that, no, Matthew 28, not 28. Before we read Matthew, go back to that. I'm somehow enjoying that. Uh, go back to, uh, we'll come back to Matthew. Go back to Matthew 26. We're actually going to verse 19, but I would like to read from uh, first day. But go back to that uh, Hebrews 10, where he just, if any, say, they just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, faith is you responding to the word of God. The Bible says, that's how I expect you to live. But if anyone will draw back, if they draw back into whatever happened before that word, my soul will not have pleasure. I see there is so much that the Lord wants to do through you. And what I started with, and I'm going to end now because now, um, we read the endless expectation of the creation awaits the manifestation of the sons of God. And that the creation is subject to vanity. Romans 8, 19. Subject to futility and frustration. That, that uh, amplified. He said, until the sons of God arise. Now, a good example is in Esther chapter 4. Look at your neighbor. Say, God has a plan. About the frustration, go on. The issues in the world. The chaos in the world. There is a plan. There is a divine agenda. Now, ask your neighbor, do you know what the plan is? Point to your neighbor and say, you are the plan. Glory to God. As Amos' letter was flying around, Esther sat in the temple. Oh, sorry, in the palace. And Mordecai said in Esther chapter 4, go and tell that lady, don't you know that you are the plan? That there is no other game plan? He said, if you don't arise, if we start from verse 10, he says, salvation will come to the Jews from another source. He said, do you know whether you are in such, you are in the palace for such a time as this? Wow, verse 11. And the king's servant, nobody sees the king, verse 12. Then he said to, they told Mordecai, starts what? Then Mordecai commanded and he said, think not that you shall escape more than every other person. Verse 14. For if you all together hold thy peace at this time, then shall their enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. But you and your father will be destroyed. Who knows whether thou art come into the kingdom for such a time. I, I am glad that I'm living in the last days. In the days of terrorism. We are not afraid. Darkness shall cover the earth. God has chosen you. To be one of the actors in the you, he could have made you 100 years ago, he chose not to. You are booming and you are designed for 2022 and above. <laughs> Glory to God! Mm. Do we choose our battles or do our battles choose us? <laughs> and are you, are you with me? 
Praise the Lord. But what people need, it, it's what I, I, I'm just telling you right now. So go back to uh, uh, Romans 8. The creation waiting for the manifestation. And I'll just talk about one of the things that the sons must know. They even go for even the creation, all nature, wait eagerly for the children of God to be revealed. They are waiting. Why are they waiting? Verse 20. For the creation was subjected to frustration. Technology will not solve the problem. I, who is, I have a few nations in Europe that I've been to. I've asked the question. How come they are not even as healthy as Africans? COVID proved one point. Technology can't deliver anybody. Nations where there were no technologies we did not die in large number. Nations where they had everything with their incubate, whatever they were. We are not happy that people die. Nobody is glorying that. I'm just saying that it just showed the futility of technology. Mm. Both in America and every people are still dying of cancer. More white die of cancer than blacks. There are machines that can see on time, but they don't deliver people. Because what the fall of man, what sin brought, cannot be fixed by technology. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We bless God for many. We have many doctors here, from Ebele to Dr. Melody to Dr. Chukwemeka. She's a doctor also. Quite a number of doctors in the church. Thank God for all of them and what they offer. But we know the creation is still groaning. There are machines that can see inside people. But creation is still groaning. How sensitive is that thing that you pass through? I don't know the one in Nigeria. But I know, you know our nation is blessed. So at least at the airport, you know, over there where you cross and, you know, do your hand like this. And so I know we do that in our airport, but I don't know whether our own is seeing anything. But I just know we do that. But I know that their own is sisters, you know. <laughs> when Putin invaded Russia, I think I said that before, and I said it on the island. And all the nations were talking. And I just wanted to, I said, look, look, look. The cow that has no tail. How do they say? Let other countries can talk. America can talk. They have gadgets. UK can talk. They have great military. <laughs> if Putin just dashes us one bump. You know, we only an angel will catch it for us at our border. Because all these nations will find me out there, they have something that will detect it and neutralize it in the air. But we have God. <laughs> because there's nothing around our border. <laughs> you understand? So you put your mouth where your money. So when everybody is talking about those nations, let our nation just uh, so know your level and abide by your level. <laughs> now I know they show someone on TV representing the government and was talking. Putin showed. I said, Ah, <laughs> don't get us in trouble. We <laughs> Nigeria is a blessed nation. <laughs> Are you with me? The frustration, the only thing that will solve it, according to the Bible, is the manifestation of the sons of God. Not only as preachers, in all fields. I love that scripture. 
that says Savior shall arise. Obadiah 120. We know of Jesus Christ the Savior, but it's not one Savior. Uh, that is where we will get an he has come to make something of us. But before he introduced the Holy Ghost into us so that we'll become what he was, he first of all demonstrated the life of his son. Hallelujah. Go to where Savior shall arise. Verse 20, and, okay, verse 21. Thank you. And Saviors shall come. How many Saviors? How many? See plural. Saviors shall come on Mount Zion to judge the Mount of Esau. Saviors. Sons will arise in medicine. Sons will arise in law. Sons will arise in engineering. Sons will arise in banking. And until their arrival, the creation will continue to grow in frustration. Who are these sons? We just say first John 3. Now are we the sons of God? So what manner of love? Ah, ah yeah, yeah, yeah. What manner of love? What man has the Father bestowed on us that we should be called sons of God? See, these are the things that the Bible expects you to meditate on. Stay there. Don't, don't leave the scripture there. But you remember, I, I, I once shared, we started on Wednesday with Philip, Philemon 1.6. And the Bible said that, that the sharing of your faith. Ah. Philemon. Go to Philemon. We come back here. We come back here. Philemon 1.6. Hallelujah. Or Philemon or whatever pronunciation. At least you know what I'm talking about. That's the most important thing. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> How many English masters are here? You are so good in English. Thank God for that. And you know, you know, believers, some, some are very good, but you you, are, you think it is humility to say you know something, but when they ask you no, you don't want to say you know it because you want to be humble. Is that humility? That's humility, not humility. <laughs> that, give me amplified version amen hallelujah I pray he was praying that the sharing of your faith may become effective and powerful because of your accurate knowledge of every good thing which is ours in Christ ah that the communication of your faith, that's what KJ said, may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing. When you are conscious of the good things that are in you. Now, one of them is that first John 3 1. Now are we the sons of God. Nobody becomes a spiritual giant by looking at things that you think you don't have. The Bible said that the sharing of your faith. You know the meaning of that? The communication of your faith. When we look at you part time, there is what your faith is communicating. Because of what I'm about to say next, anyone who is on this side, by the power of the Holy Spirit, you are going to cross to this side. I mean, there is something staring your face for your faith. So, whenever we are part time, People conclude on us based on what they see around us. Our faith is communicating something. So if I am a Christian and they see that I go to church and I write exam and I fail, my faith is communicating something. They cannot see the God I serve, but they see the result. Many of you say the wind is blowing, but none of us sees the wind. We see the effect of the wind. We see as it's blowing paper, we know that the wind is blowing, not that we see the wind itself. 
the communication of your faith. So when I say in the name of Jesus Christ and the accidents they have and all those things, my faith to some people is communicating something. When they insult me and I insult them back, my faith is communicating something. Something negative. But the Bible said that if your faith will communicate mighty things, it will happen for one reason. It will happen when you acknowledge good things that are in you. The good things are not going, are not coming into you. They are already in you, but you need to focus on them. Did you get that? So, a good example, after the shipwreck, they go to an island called Melitha. Acts chapter 27 and chapter 28, the last chapter in the book of Acts. And Paul came out of the ship, and he gathered wood to put in fire. And as he walked, then he put the food in, wood in fire, a viper came up, and Paul was beaten by the viper. If you read very well other translation, the viper actually beat Paul and stayed there in the hand. And when the people saw, now the villagers were watching, and they said, ah, this man must be a murderer. He just escaped shipwreck now. Now a snake is about to kill him. They said he must have done something because vengeance will not let him live. So the Bible says after a while, when they expected him as someone beaten by the snake to fall down and die, and they saw that nothing happened to Paul. The same people, they changed their confession and said, this must be a God. Paul's faith, communicated in, in, in 30 minutes. He made the whole island to know that if they tread upon serpents, it shall not hurt them. And that if they drink any deadly thing, and you know you don't only drink through your mouth, it can be injected into you. But the Bible says it shall not hurt them. So what happened on that day was that Paul's faith, the sharing of his faith was powerful. Because there was a heavy communication of the supernatural. The people concluded and it ended up leading to a revival right there on the island of Melitha. As people observe you, but then the same Paul gave us the key. He said the communication of your faith will be very powerful. They will see amazing testimonies emanating from your life in your office and your family when you do just one thing. He said, when you acknowledge. So now we are the sons of God. Have you acknowledged that? What manner of love the Father bestowed? Are you aware? Have you ever convinced yourself? Are you fully persuaded that God loves you? Not all Christians. He loves all Christians. You, you don't dispute that. But have you come to accept that the Father loves you? And because he loves you, that is why when you pray, it has to be answered. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We will start from this next week. I said that next week will be anointing service. Not that anybody should be a bottle of oil. No. As I was ministry second service, I felt the surge of the anointing and I was led to say that it's going to be a powerful meeting next service. By the grace of all the three services next Sunday. And then during the way, don't miss it. If you're on the mainland, please attend the mainland. Island service was superb last, last, on Thursday. It's going to be the same thing this Thursday. I'm asking you. Because great things. So, every time you look at Christians across the globe, there are those, every time there is always something they want God to do for them. Lord, give me power 
And God says that, what more power can I give you? I have given you the Holy Ghost. Is there a power greater than the Holy Ghost? So what exactly are you asking me? They should not be asking God to give them things. They should be asking God to help them to acknowledge what is already given. So I end this way. Of all the armors, there's no armor at your back. The breastplate of righteousness is at the chest. Shield of faith to carry it at the front. The belt of truth is at the front. The shoe of the gospel is the kind of shoe that covers your, this part of your body. And then the helmet of salvation is the kind of Roman Empire used to wear. It's at, everything is at the front. Because God never expects you to turn your back at any enemy. Whatever battle we enter as a Christian, we are destined to win. Because we have been declared winner before the beginning of the battle. So when Jesus comes, if a man hears what I'm saying, and he's a drunkard, if he opens his heart, he does not need extra preparation to stop drinking. That word will set him free from drinking. Did you get that? Hallelujah. The moment I say that this is the sick, let me go and pray very well before I can pray for the sick. I have added my efforts to what Jesus made available freely. He said, in my name they shall cast out demons. He did not say, in my name, after they are prepared well. And on that judgment, they will be guilty of adding to the word of God. We are to prepare, we are to pray. I'm not against that, but I'm saying that when we, when we are confronted, we do not cheat yourself by thinking that you need an extra preparation. You need to depend on what Jesus has done and face it. Did you get that? So, Matthew 28 Let's just keep straight to verse 19. This life that I have is a life. I have the life of God in me. I have the life of God in me. I have the spirit of the Son of God. I have the life of God in me. I have the grace of God on me. I have the grace of God on me. I have the power of the hate to come. I have the grace of God on me. I have the love of God in me. I have the love of God in me. You know, there are prayers to pray and you just sweat. And that's all you get. But there are prayers to pray and that angelic host will fill your room. The presence of the Holy Ghost. This type of prayer, some of the songs I just took now, they cause your spirit to rise. You are acknowledging what is in you. The Father is glorified. I can't imagine giving my son so many things and he's still saying that daddy I need this. I think I am more pleased when he's showing excitement about what you have given him. He has given to us all that pertains to life and unto godliness. Go ye therefore teach all nations baptizing them. Go to verse 18. Jesus came and spake to them, saying, All power, hallelujah, is given to me in heaven and then he said, Go. 
All power is given to me. But you will experience that power if you go. All power is given to me. I release them to those who go. That's what Jesus is saying. As you go, the same power that is given to me backs you. Glory to God. Oh, Baruski. You know, for years, sincerely speaking, I did not understand the way T.L. Osborne used to talk. He said, I don't pray through, I'm true at all times. More than any other person, he went to villages to preach the gospel, including Benin City First Paul to come there. And the crusade in Benin, there were over 100,000 people that came. And he messed up their idols and everything there. And he's gone to nations of the earth. Nations. He was the one, if you have heard, who stood in India before 100,000 people and called out a blind person and said, In the name of Buddha, open your eyes. Because he was preaching and the walls were bouncing back. Then said in the name of Jesus, and the guy opened said, How many people and everybody gave that? That was how gospel penetrated India. Tell us more. And he said, We don't pray the power down, we preach the power out. It's already inside. Why? Because the Holy Ghost dwells in you. If believers start paying attention to the good things that are in you, the sharing of your faith will become very powerful. They will think you are proud. No, you are illuminated. Hallelujah. Go. Ah, yeah. That goal means many things to many people. Second service, I received an utterance in tongues and I gave a mic to somebody to interpret. I am feeling close to Dana, but I want to save it because I'm going to let you now. Next week, next week, go means different things to different people. Go. So somebody here right now, I have just by the help of the Spirit ended masturbation for somebody. You are not going to get out of the service and try to stop. You are going to leave this place, it is stopped already. Because you have responded to the words of Jesus Christ, that you should go in his name. Many of you are going to situations in the office. Now you are going in the name of Jesus and things will never be the same. Amen. The word. I close with this story. I told when I was in the University, University of Ibadan, we're preaching like this. That girl had a terrible father. The father will, will insult, abuse the mom, and then he banned prayer and there was no prayer. And she was hearing a word like this. Thank God. She didn't tell us. She was in Queen's or She went to the hostel woke up early in the morning, packed her bag and traveled to Lagos. She got a bell on her way to Lagos. And when she got to Lagos, she stood there in the house early in the morning, rang the bell and said that morning devotion. The mom said, oh my mommy, God, the father said no prayer in the house. And he said, dad, we are praying. To the surprise of the mom, the father came out like this from the room. And they knelt around center table and the lady led prayer and said when she was said, daddy from today it's a praying family, we will be praying in our house. And the father said, like a sheep led to the slaughter. Yes. And he said, secondly, daddy, you don't talk to mom like this again. I am going to school now. Today. So I'm going back to school today. He said, but from today, even when I'm not around, everybody's praying in this house. And from that day till now. 
You know, she heard the word. She responded to what she heard. Jesus shall reign forevermore. He shall reign forevermore. Listen, men and brethren. So all through August, we are fasting and praying. What time does fast end today? What time did they say it should end today? <laughs> after service. <laughs> I mean, after evening service. <laughs> Amen. So, <laughs> well, I said for weekend, it can end by one. Listen. As we respond to the promptings of the Spirit, so many things will happen. I don't know how many of you were there at the former venue when we were constructing the tents. You know, the Lord will always give a warning. These guys were fixing this kind of cutting up there and they were pushing the scaffolding. I was just let to come out of the office and I said, one of the scaffolding did not have a tire. And I said, hey guys, they were not members of the church, they were contract staff. Say, you can't be pushing somebody on top of the scaffolding without tire without somebody holding it. And because I was there, they did the right thing. Then I walked away talking with somebody and this guy started pushing from the back again and there was no... Nigerians are funny. All of a sudden, some of you were there because it was a Saturday. The guy came from his head down. He landed with his head and bounced and faced the front and immediately shot that I saw when his eyes set and he went. Because I didn't... If I prepared... Unbelievable and doubt because before anything could happen, I was that I rushed, gathered the guy in my hand, and I said, In the name of Jesus Christ. And I put him down. And somebody that was not a Christian, he said, Send you back. He said, I'm going to one bad nonsense. And I said, Lord, no, our faith will show something. And I said, Leave him. And he was on the floor there. Then, after like two or three minutes, he coughed and he came back to life. Now, I said, now you can go for CT scan. He went to General Hospital, uh, sorry, uh, last suit, and he brought the report. There was no crack, nothing. But his, his mouth, was, blood was coming from his mouth because of the, the lip. He came back the following day to join them working. But I told them to send them away because they were not wearing helmets, and I was warning them about this. Do you know? You don't know how much God wants to do through you. This is not end time wonders. They are not for inside the church. What about in your office? What about among your neighbors? They can say church is fabricating it. Like they accuse many churches of. What about if it happens right before them on the streets? Like the brother that spoke to me, it was on the hospital. It's not even one of the leaders of the church. The Lord will do great things through you. If you yield to the spirit of God. He will do great things through you if you respond to the Holy Ghost. Otherwise, if we don't teach this, Nigerian church will stand the chance of prayer mountain here, prayer mountain here, part of prayer. At the end of the day, you'll be frustrated. God did not design that you are part of this, that, this one, that one. He designs that you grow by the spirits. You know what is going on right now? 
there will be a situation during the week. The name of Jesus will be glorified through you. Shout a living amen. amen. Let the Holy Spirit show you steps to take. As we fast and pray. Our grand conference is coming. Do not attend casually. I told them like last uh, second service. Pray for an encounter. Pray for an instruction to come. And when you are fasting, I've told you, don't only... Fasting is a seed of prayer. It's also the best time to be an amazing giver. But that one is between you and God. Get to a point where the Lord tells you. In this church, for the we do two major conferences, higher grand conference and then annual conference. You'll notice those are the moments where I usually admonish people to give. Because they are the two prevailing, they are sensitive moments. But you say nobody can tell you, otherwise to look like Kajoli, you do this or that. No. There must be a conversation between you and God. God will have to show you steps to take that takes you to another level. Okay? You know, they are talking about, I don't know how many things we've reported as a church already in the last three months. You see the way dollar and naira, naira is going, naira is falling, dollar is rising, naira is just falling and falling and falling and falling. Um, okay. I wanted to say that the way Asana will fall on, uh, but um, Asana fans will hate me after service. All my friends are Asana fans. Now they have started by topping the table. I see that is not the usual thing. Somebody sent a picture of an elephant on a tree. You know what will happen? Eventually, it's coming now. So Asana is on top of the table. I think Tottenham is on top now. Maybe Asana is second. Now, so they will start going down, 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 down. And Chelsea will start rising, 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 rising. <laughs> Amen. When you are gone, I miss you are gone. That, that's the whole thing. That's what it, but let's, let's just leave them. Every year I prophesy, not by the spirit, by self. That there is a team. I don't know who will win premiership, but I know we will not win. <laughs> Please, Arsenal fans, don't send message after service. Just wait. You can, when you win, then send me messages. Wait till you win the premiership or wait till you win Champions League. You have never won it before. And you might never win it. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Oh God. <laughs> Listen. Hallelujah. Let the spirit be led. I feel like making this announcement telling people as we prepare for the conference. Ministers are coming to bless. It's the best time. But be led by the Spirit. You have days between now and then. Go and pray and ask God. Yeah. Every time people share amazing testimonies in this church. You know, we don't put a lot of, and then I've given you a lot of examples. You don't have to remain on the same spots. I have compassion for many. I cannot tell you what, but I can tell you, to, and that's why I'm explaining this. For during the week, I just saw the document of the former venue. And I saw when we wrote the Baba to let us stagger our payments. We are going to be three years here by September. 
and we pay till year six. I am looking at all of you that things have to, things must not be the same. And the year is coming to an end. Does it really, somebody was angry, a pastor was saying that if you like vote wrongly, it will affect me. Well, maybe it shouldn't say, I don't know, but that we will get to a point when God will become helpless because of Nigeria, it will never happen. The most high can never be stranded. We love this nation. We do our best. We will, can, we will tell people to vote their conscience. We'll do everything. But it's still in the hands of the people. But one thing is certain. God can never say that. She, she, my son, you two, as you see what is going on in town, I now don't have enough power to take care of you again. Then it ceases to be God. It ceases to be God. During the week I was here, I was looking at the equipment bought for Lekki. And during the week, also, he got a generator and some other equipment for Abel Kuta Church during the week. Now, think of how many million, and the exchange rate is galloping, but we keep importing and bringing things. Where iniquity abounds, August 20, call me on Saturday and see how many people are going to treat for free. And we are not treating them to ask them to join our church. They can't join us. Most of them can't speak English. So this is not the church for them. Except we get an interpreter. But we'll be glad if they go to all the churches, CAC and the rest. I love churches that minister in Yoruba. At times on Facebook, I'm following. I love the way they pray. I enjoy it. Oh yeah, And it's beautiful. You should appreciate those who can minister the way you cannot. Those people are wonderful. They are wonderful. I enjoy it. One day I saw one prayer and I tried to move my head and hallelujah. It was coming close to Eddie. I said, well, <laughs> don't pray the way you are not said to pray. But I enjoyed them. And all night long, some of them, and they, and you know what? God is visiting them. And God is not complaining. Are you getting what I'm saying? Christianity is beautiful. Different, God has graced people differently. By the grace of God, these people are going to be wonderfully taken care of. In the midst of all the things we are doing, in the midst of what is going on in Nigeria, I told the Bailey, when they told me how many people they wanted to treat, I said, please, can you increase the number? And as I was talking about that, that the first Sunday I mentioned that they should increase the number. By the time I was going back to sit down, Monday somebody called me and he said, I am so so person, I work in so so bank, that there is this doctor in Houston, you know, somewhere in America, and he said, This doctor said I should give $5,000 towards the medical treatment you are doing. And he said, He sent it to my account, and he has sent it to the, and they've transferred it to the dollar account. Somebody, that's the way God works. One day, one of the TVs stopped here. I just mentioned it, and it was a woman in China. Said, so We're following. See, do not underestimate God. The reason why I share these stories is just for people to know. Because the Bible said, Do not be conformed to this world. It is possible that you have heard so much of Nigeria that you are not beginning to that truly are things are hard. Things are. Do not. When we're going for the conference, I saw that ticket money were like at another level. So I just paused. 
I went to Ibadan. And as I was stepping to my brother's room, who came like, ah, he, he heard me talking to my agent on phone. Now, okay. And just said, why don't you just come in? Because every time I've always, all these years, I've always traveled into UK through London. And he said, you don't need to do it through. Now, you can come in through Manchester. This one, I want, I want to start, I said, check Manchester for me. And they found the price a quarter of what they were quoting before. So it's not even every time that God, you know, he sees what you don't see. In this Lagos, there are still beautiful houses that are cheap. May you just meet the landlord, that's all. I live in a estate where houses are locked up there. They are locked up. My brother got a car. The man's problem, a Benz, solid Benz. He was living abroad. He would come to Nigeria. All he would do just to be to change the tire and the battery. Because it would have been down, down there. Like, well, he would go for six months. He bought the car and he was never driving it. My brother went with his own car that was not very nice to the mechanic. And the mechanic was talking, why is life like this? I just went to, but every time this man would come to help him come and bring a new battery. I said, I told her, you park cars in garage and he's just wasting away. Say, I'm okay like that. And the mechanic said, maybe I should tell him that. Maybe he might want to sell. And he told him, and the guy said, ask my brother. He said, how much do you have? My brother started telling a story that, ah, for E-class banks, ah, eh, you know, the man said, I only asked a question. How much do you have? He said, I have 750000 or so. The man said, if you make it to one million, come and carry the car. Look at the way some people are looking at me. <laughs> you have gone to price. Your tongue is almost... <laughs> Let the Lord lead you. Let the Lord lead you. On the other side there, there's an empty land. That was the land we came to. Over there in Tony, we're using tents. So we thought we would bring our tents here. Our tent will sit 1,000. This place sits maybe two, five, maybe three. I don't know. Uh, our tent will sit one, two. That was what we're negotiating. As we're talking there, somebody just said that, ah, they said the Indians that are in this warehouse will soon leave. That was how we got to that this place was going to be free. So when we did, they said they will leave in about two, three weeks' time or so. So immediately we abandoned the land idea. And they came here. Of course, we didn't have the money. The money quoted. But then the law stepped in. This sign shall follow. Shall follow. Go and meet the people that you need to meet and leave the rest to God. If you are waiting for the money to complete before you go and meet them, you will have bought the blessing. Make your move. A lot of precious gifts will come to many people. Shall we rise? I should have stopped eight minutes ago. Is someone blessed this morning? I call you blessed. May this be your most fruitful week. I pray that you'll be visited by the Lord. He will direct your steps. You will see the hand of God working mightily on your behalf. The desires of your heart will be met. And Jesus will be glorified. Is someone blessed this morning? Put your hands together. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ. Just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, 
I believe that you died and rose again, and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. God bless you.